watching prohibition fall down. All right, how's it going, Scotty? We're going to wake and bake, but I haven't baked at all yet today, so I'm pretty uh, stoked. I waited for the show to toke. Okay? You know what? Makes a little more... Yeah, me too, man. We're going to talk about a little tolerance break, him, and even just wait until the afternoon or evening. But uh, yeah, me too. I took maybe a couple half, you know, clearing a bowl or something like that, but I'm ready to get high with you. I know I swore myself off joints, not really. God damn, <laughs> there's just something pleasant about a joint. I even rolled a big fat one yesterday for myself. It's going in the grow, and I was like, eh, it's probably wasteful. But I smoke. <laughs> it's something nice, well, about, you know, it hangs off your lips. It lasts for 20 minutes. You know, a little pinner, it's fucking gone. Oof. That's <laughs> a quick question because this stuff seems to be, I use the word trending. What's up with being, you said, what's up with being woke? I asked you before the show, it seems like in, there's even a commercial about it. What you said? Like yeah, a, I showed my kid the Gillette toxic masculinity woke commercial and I just <laughs> want to see what she thought. She was just generally confused. <laughs> well, you know, I love the Urban Dictionary and they have many de- definitions. I pulled one here. It says woke is the act of being very pretentious about how much you care about a social issue. I don't know that. <laughs> what is that, the Urban Dictionary? They give an example here. This is, here here's this, used in a sentence. Right. Yeah, most people don't care about parking spaces for families with disabled vet, vets, pets. I wish they were woke like me. So I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I don't want to shit on people. Some people care about the word. I don't fully know what it means to be woke other than I'm waking up from sleeping. But it seems uh, it seems fishy. Okay. I thought disabled vets, you said disabled pets, right? Pets, Families yes. of disabled pets. Yes, you got yeah, it. <laughs> they deserve all the rights of a human being, God damn it! all right? Dogs are human too. There really is a dogs are people too hashtag, brother. It just seems like don't use things like it can be not a good conversation starter when you're like, man, you're not woke or like, you know, just don't talk to me like that. Like educate you know people, what? have a good conversation. It's such, you know, that's like a hashtag or something, you know, hashtag woke or whatever. But if you actually have a conversation with somebody, you'd realize that, you know, there's someone decent with valid opinions. And I don't know if you have to. It's just such an abbreviation for saying I'm I'm virtuous. I'm woke, sir. Got you. Got you. All right. Yeah. Regardless, that makes me give a little more understanding. Today's not about that. Too much to talk about on a wake and bake here. I'll give you a little preview of the show. Um, Scotty, reset. You just mentioned you reset your tolerance in a day and a half. I don't fully believe that taking a day and a half of weed's going to reset it. But uh, <laughs> confused the fuck out of me, there. man. <laughs> uh, and also, for whatever reason, you're tripping out a little bit about antibiotics. Taking it old school. What happened? I fucking started reading Hidden Half of Nature again. <laughs> I cruised through my old books and I was like, holy shit, man. It just just occurred to me. We only had antibiotics for 100 years. And uh, I don't know. You just cut your finger and you drop dead from it. So <laughs> it just got me thinking this morning, pre-brushing my teeth thoughts. All right. OK. Uh, in the news, Michigan uh, pot outfits and say Michigan pot outfits, Indiana use is keeps growing is rise in traffic issues all high drivers, kind of confusing article there. It's basically talking about Indiana sheriffs are talking to the cops in Michigan. And we're going to cover a little bit on um, what they're trying to do with some oral tests, driving uh, with cannabis and all that. So that's kind of interesting out of Michigan, actually very interesting. And then in Middletown Crawford, this is uh, somewhere in New York, Middletown Crawford take up early proposals to ban pot stores and consumption sites. Cause we do say, we get excited when prohibition falls, but a lot of times there's, you know, they give the option for whole municipalities to say, we don't want any dispensaries. They can make all their own rules about consumption. 
so not that good. Yeah, state prohibition fell. It doesn't mean that uh, your local prohibition has fallen. Uh, we need the federal, even then, though, even when federally, who knows what that's going to look like. We'll see. It's going to look uh, like we'll... Monsanto and Marlboro, you know, 20 packs of uh, marijuana cigarettes. We need the banking shit to get sorted, man. We got like pros like uh, Kind Bud Farms, man. They sling some seeds and they can't get a credit card processor. It's such a pain in the ass. We see it with seeds here now uh, as well when you got to go send in a money order or whatever. But federal banking across the board, even for dispensaries and keeping people safer, I'm excited for that. I can only imagine trying to run my business, not have banking. How long have you heard about what the Safe Banking Act or something? You've heard about it for years. Never gets passed. Always dies in the Senate or whatever. It's just some bullshit news. And meanwhile, we got tons of dispensaries and whole in, whole industry of people going into their cars with sixteen, thirty, fifty thousand dollars in cash. You know, there's so much cash at the dispensaries. It's created a really dangerous situation. I'm surprised it's taken this long because. They like the, the man likes money. Credit card like companies it. like the money and you can get a lot of that money. You know what I mean? We're so the George Bush quote. Just send your cash. <laughs> <That's> my, <laughs> my <favorite quote. laughs> All right. Let's get into uh, before we get into the show. I'm going to tell you a little bit about dudegross.com forward slash support. You guys want to support what you're listening to support the show. If you haven't seen the evolution, what we put into this, a lot of hard work on the seventh year here, um, you can $10 a month coming over to dogrows.com forward slash support. Join via Patreon, get the member benefits, access to the DDC discount page where you can order your free seeds from Seeds Here Now. You get a coupon code for 30% off recharge ongoing and access to the DDC Discord as well as many ever. We're always evolving these benefits, guys. Hey, dude, I got one thing for you, though. I, I want to jump in, all right? Mm -hmm. Found a comment. I normally don't check the comments these days. I let Rolling Stone or check them for me. But this is from Jason D. By the way, I woke up at like 6.30 a.m. this morning, completely wide awake. No idea what the fuck to do. So I just started reading the comments. <laughs> Uh, Jason D. Scotty, just because we can't afford to be a patron doesn't mean we don't care about the DGC. Just saying. <laughs> and the just saying kills me, by the way. I love it. <laughs> I, I yeah, can't use that, that. That does mean you are DGC if you're busting dudes balls like that. But I, I agree, man. It has nothing to do with the $10 a month. Uh, $10 a month does keep the bills on. We have a, a, a nice studio and we have cameras and we have people to operate them. We are able because people gave $10 a month to hire a social media coordinator. Six people uh, on payroll on the team. Yeah, I don't count, man. I don't, but we have a ton of volunteers. Jay Maestro, J.R. Token, Fish Ganja Guy, the list goes on and on. But these guys are constantly throwing me content and uh, just volunteering to help make the show better. Even if you're just telling people about this show. I stole this from the No Agenda Show, another one of my favorite podcasts that I do support. But your time, your talent, or your treasure. You know, yeah, like you can give $10 a month. That's awesome. If you can give us your time uh, making a post or making a really great comment. Thank you, Soup. Uh, Chad Westport has talent in breeding and says, hey, he has talent in explaining breeding. And he says, hey, man, uh, let me help you understand something. Let me help you make the uh, uh, breeder series a bit better. By the way, look out for that one on Friday. But just it doesn't have to be money. That's, I just want to make that very clear. You can save your 10 bucks it. and feed a child if you want to, man. I appreciate it. But if you do also feel like we've made you laugh, help you grow, dogrows.com forward slash support. Now let's get into this. Let's get into the show. Dank Nug here. 
bag seed or, or bag seed Girl Scout cookies by Missouri Med Grower. Shout out to the Show Me States. Whoa. Oh, nice and frosty. Damn. All right. It says bag seed Girl Scout cookies grown in my closet under an HLG Horticulture Lighting Group. 260 V2 3000K. Yes. Use Fox Farms Ocean Forest with extra perlite, no newts and veg, and a quarter strength feedings of tiger bloom and flower. See how light they're going on that? I need it about the future. We'll talk about it in Grow Talk, but um, I also used a little molasses throughout the grow. The last picture with the buds in my hand, those two buds together weighed 12.5 grams. Wow. That's so awesome. Nice. Uh, at Missouri underscore med underscore grower on ig for more pictures and videos of my plants is there any hipper way to say that or do i say it underscore each time i see it i think you have to say it dude okay. I'm a guru, actually. underscore med underscore grower uh yeah you put the underscores in there that's nice and efficient yeah, you're saying it dude. right why don't i just use my two thumbs to type everything now <laughs> you wonder how you got it. from yeah in the, in the 90s 2000s you had 10 fucking fingers working on that keyboard man now I got down to two thumbs. <laughs> hmm. I wouldn't mind, I don't know, in theory, thinking about like, what's Elon Musk working on? The something fucking, the I knew you were going to Neuralink just because you just learn how to fucking type good. All right, man. It doesn't matter. By the time you yell it or type it into your phone, might as well be Neuralink. They got all that shit. It's just an external version. Gotcha. What are you talking on there? I don't see anything here on the format for you. Just your regular little J. What's in your joint? Now, you know, this is sour lime cookies right here. And I am actually growing sour lime cookies. Uh, this is banner sour lime cookies. And then I just took a little bottom branch off mine. The uh, the never flowering greenhouse or the ever vegging garden, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, just about the harvest, just playing around with it. By no means my best work. This is my first yield or harvest out of the hempy buckets. I told you mm -hmm. I just fixed them a few weeks ago. Uh, but save saved us a little harvest, man. So we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what happens. My wife went in to grow with me and she's like, ooh, these look good. She starts, man, I don't know how. She just fucked up the bud. She just squeezed it and was like, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> the fuck are you doing, man? You know? Not allowed. Yeah, so Not I had allowed. To, yeah, I had to explain to her a little stem rub, maybe a little pinch of a bottom bud. But uh, yeah, went great. <laughs> Well, what I'm, I have what I want to be toking on and featuring a, a good comment with it as well. Because I've been smoking on some hash on and off. I really, I mean, the flavors of hash are just so good. It takes me back. Good memories. It's one of those things where I experienced the best hash and flavors, not right. surprisingly, while traveling in Europe, which was a good time, a good brain, you know, memory spot here. So maybe yeah. smoking the hash activates that. But this comment's from Stefan Price. It says, hi. Okay. You know a glass blower. Ask them to make you a hash bowl and a pointy set. They should know what that is, but if not, it is a bowl with no hole in the bottom. There's three or four holes around the side. Guru, do you have this image, this hash bowl image? Let me pull it up. It's Let's sweet, man. This is totally solves the problem of the hash going down into the center thing. And I'm you need a little. Uh, I would. I like the little glass rod, or what would you call that? That you probably heat up with a torch. I'm thinking. Or yeah, yeah. So. You'd want to heat that with a, with a torch. A lighter could, uh, like, get it charred. So um, you put the hash in the hash bowl, then you get a pointy, which is a, a point P-O-N-T-I, which is a glass rod, and heat the tip until it's hot. Then you press the glass rod down on the hash in the bottom of the bowl, and the very best way to smoke hash in the world, in my opinion. Be well. Thank you for the recommendation. I went to my local head shop, 
They did not have a hash bowl. I was pretty surprised. I'm like, head shop, British Columbia, they should have a wide assortment. All right. Got cannabis culture going strong here. Um, gotta go, so gotta go to the Weezer, the Weezer head shop, man. Remember, that's the only time I've heard about a hash pipe. Okay. I did not know. Uh, no, you never Weezer heard that song? Shop. He's got his hash pipe, man. You're not in the Weezer, bro? They're not too bad. I'm familiar, but not my typical jam. Uh, you must just like, like new school Weezer, right? I'm fucking ride or die for Weezer, brother. <laughs> I need a hash bowl. Um, this one was out of stock. Any Canadian DGC knows how I can get my hands on one of these. I would like to get one or two of them. They look pretty damn sweet and a great way to toke on some hash that are going in down into your pipe. Have you guys got the internet up there yet? On computers, <laughs> I mean. I don't get your jokes. Your Canadian jokes have no like, <laughs> no backbone to them you at could all. Probably, you could probably find one of those, right? Maybe just ask. I won't say it because they'll just fucking bring me one. I'll accidentally order one. But yeah, I don't. there's got to be one in British Columbia or there's got to be a glass blower locally within like 10 doors down from you that would blow one. All right. I'll be checking the comments. More good comments here from Lance Owens. Uh, what is this one about? How else do you think they sell a book off the shelf for 700? Oh, a bookshelf for 700 bucks. Talk about Ikea. We featured Ikea. We're like, man, we should, you could just go into Ikea and, and chill out and sit down in their living room area and maybe vape out and whatever. Right. Um, this is Ikea is for stoners. So I'm going to have to say they wouldn't kick you out. And that's why they serve meatballs. I got it. I got it. It's <laughs> a trip, man. I was talking to my dad. He's telling me, he's like, yeah, man, if I can go to the wood shop and build furniture, you know, he's retired. And I'm like, that's fucking cool, man. I'm like, you're building. He's like, yeah, build a table. I'm like, holy shit, man. I'm like, he's like, well, yeah, I went to Ikea and he literally assembled the Ikea table, man. I was like, that wasn't what I had in mind, but I'm <laughs> glad to see you doing something at least, you know? It's important to keep those hobbies when you're getting older, right? It's like the, some of those dudes, like, why are you still working? He's like, I don't want to die. Like, usually, you know, it's like my buddy quit work. Uh, he retired in his late 50s. He died in a year. <laughs> I was thinking about that because I have a brother only a few years older than me. And he's like, they want you to retire at like 55 sometimes, you know, in like some some fields. He's like, yeah, I might take it. Maybe I'll come down and hang with you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's got to be weird when you spend your whole thing about it, man, from 17, 18, you're thinking about your career and developing it. And then you turn 60 or something like that. Like, I don't know, 60 is like, what, 60 is the new 50? Should we be honest about it? I mean, you can be very goddamn active in your 60s. They want you to retire at 65, you know, and you're like, oh, no, we're we're till I'm 80. What what else are you going to do? Build something with your friends, right? <laughs> Open up a wood shop. We got another comment here because so many people have their opinion on what Super Thrive smells like if you're a grower. And John Trainer says Super Thrive smells like old cool ranch Doritos to me. <laughs> so what do you mean old? Like left open, chilling out, right? like stale? Maybe, or maybe they changed them, you know, when they sold out. <laughs> the old ones, man. All right. Ah, man, Super Thrive smells like a vitamin store to me. um, I can go with that. I mean, there's definitely vitamin. Yeah. It does. It smells like you go into one of those earthy vitamin stores. No, there's nothing earthy about it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get into what's going on here, because you're saying you set your weed, reset your tolerance in a day and a half. Like, boy, like you took a day and a half. Why did you take a day and a half? Well, first off. But my mother came into town, who was very cool. She wants to have a joint birthday this year because uh, 
What, yeah, she's not cool with you smoking? No, she's cool. She, she just doesn't get it. She's trying to be cool. She never smoked a joint in her life. You wouldn't get it from, I'm telling you, in the 90s, if you were caught smoking weed, you were considered a druggie, you know? So I would hide the weed. They would see I was stoned pretty much all the time. And I'm sure they were fucking worried, man. People didn't, you know, older people did not get it back then. So uh, I just try to be respectful. Think about it. If your mother's coming for uh, two days and you're getting baked beforehand or you're going to the bathroom and getting baked, I could see where she might be a little bit insulted if she didn't get it. No? Okay. Yeah. And there's still the uh, residue, the residue of prohibition in people's minds, if you will. I found an article here out of happyvalley.org, which I picked it because I was like, that sounds like a nice website. (laughs) Happyvalley.org. Nice. Uh, it says benefits of a weed tolerance break can include improved lung function, possible increases in mental clarity, time to reevaluate your physical and mental health to see if you need to make any adjustments. Did you do that? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and then, but this happened heightened intensity of effects upon reintroduction of cannabis. Two days, man. Saturday, I did smoke like. <laughs> I did smoke just like a couple like those dabs with the, you know, electronic nectar collector. I don't find they get you as stoned as like a real dab. So it's just tiny bit of weed in the morning, uh, dabs in the morning rather. And then till like Sunday night and it's Sunday night. I came home. That was Saturday early, you know, Saturday at eight in the morning, Sunday, about seven, eight at night. I came on back and I smoked, uh, uh, just smoked a bowl, did not smoke a joint. And uh, my wife showed up, my kid showed up, and I was like, am I even too fucked up to really be the leader of the the family guy and have a conversation? And I was like, shit, I was super (laughs) duper, like could barely speak fucking high. And I will shout out to Banner's face off OG. It got me stoned. It ripped my fucking face off, man. I got another interesting uh, in here. They have some signs, signs you may need to take a break from cannabis. I wanted to feature this one. Does your creativity feel stifled when you're sober? I'm like, no, hmm. not at all. <laughs> See, the only thing I got is my stone creativity, man. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I find cannabis can definitely enhance creativity and conversation. I would say there's that test. Like when I saw, saw a good buddy of mine a few years back, I hadn't seen him maybe in six, six months or something. We always pick up pretty quick, but at the first five, 10 minutes, we were, you know, super vocal in conversation. And then we started token. And then it was like the talking stick, man, just going, going, going and going. Right. I think it's a bad, good, usually a good benefit to conversation. As long as you're staying on task a little bit on point with the conversation, conversations can definitely drift way the F off. Hey, have, <laughs> have you heard, you know, we love Joe Rogan, inspiration of the podcast. I listened to it in the grow. Yeah, uh-huh. David Lee, David Lee Roth was on a couple of days ago. David Lee, yeah, Roth, you follow lead singer you did, Dan Van Halen, and I'm like, fuck yeah, man! I get to spend two hours with Joe Rogan and David Lee Roth. What <laughs> the fuck? And David Lee, Joe Rogan goes, goddamn, David Lee Roth smokes some good goddamn weed. He came in, fucking shot out of a cannon, stayed that way for couple hours and it was like it was like a one-man show that man he's pretty hardcore man he's pretty insane i only watched a little bit of that one so you give that one thumbs up i should check out the rest because i was just laughing at david lee rock with his his conversationalist uh you follow man yeah you dig, you dig. it's uh yeah it's a it's a ride put it that way man it's a ride. <laughs> i mean unbelievable you're just like holy shit never heard anybody talk like that 
one more thing with your tolerance break here um, with other substances, whether it's alcohol, hard drugs, whatever you want to put in that category. That's right. Opinion. I mean, hard drugs is an opinionative category, um, but no, uh, it's a category by the, you know, by the government. They have a label for hard drugs. It's like. It's schedule it? one. Yeah. I but I think that's not like necessary the label for hard drugs. I like in my mind when I think of hard drugs, I'm thinking like heroin, meth. Think uh, of anyone that like can kill you if you fuck like up the that. dosage, man. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Uh it's saying so abstinence after long term daily use, because you're you you're a long term daily user of cannabis, can pants, lead man. to withdrawal syndrome that may be characterized by negative bo- negative mood, irritability, anxiety. Misery, muscle pain, chills, and decreased food intake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Did you experience any of those? Honestly, no, because I did get, take everybody out to dinner and pig the fuck out. It was great, man. I mean, really. for me, if I, I only see it, like, if I go on a vacation to Prohibition Land, typically we're trying to go on vacation somewhere beautiful. Some are outside, some are badass, like Hawaii. But usually everywhere where there's a beautiful, badass outside place with tourism, there's a way to get cannabis because they go hand in hand. I mean, Hawaii, you shouldn't have any issue getting cannabis. It may take a minute, but you should be able to hook up in Hawaii. But going Beach. to a place where you get stuck without it, that does bother me. I don't have like misery and decreased food and any of that. But I am kind of like, hmm, this would be better on weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially on vacation, chilling. Yeah. So how did you find, I don't know, Guru, can you can you play this trailer to Tu Wong Fu, this movie that is this what when you when you got this your is, out of your tolerance break and really dude, high this came on? All I could do, I don't all I could do is fucking I was like, I'll turn on the TV. I'm fucking ripped. I turn on the TV and Tu Wong Fu is on. What's going on right now? What's going on is <laughs> Patrick Swayze, <laughs> Wesley Snipes, and John Picosamo <laughs> are what do you call it? Cross stressors i don't want to i don't want to be unwoke here and holy fuck i was just like and then i remember this movie's from like the 90s i was like this is a progressive goddamn movie sure enough i watched it it's pretty goddamn good but Jesus, it's, vis- it's visually shocking man it is visually it's like roadhouse patrick swayze man has way very, <laughs> I didn't assume they were gay. All right, that's enough to paint the picture. But yeah, I turned that on. I'm like, dude, I'm too fucking stoned. I'm too stoned. I turn the TV on and this is on. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not helping, man. The only reason that like, sometimes I'm not, because like you called me and you're like, you, you won't believe like this crazy shit on TV. And then usually right away, I'm like, I bet you I will. You know how much crazy shit, like you could, especially, well, hi. For me, it's I'm still digging on uh, ridiculousness, Aussie man reviews, funny clip shows. Like I dig on those yeah. just if I want to zone out. Yeah. Still, I'll admit it. I will admit it. Uh, what is it? What is it? Something under deck? The below deck. I knew you were going to say it because every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm sure dude still likes this show. Although even it. though in my brain's telling me, you know, they have like sometimes like cuts and all right, guys, wait, this is what, you know, the meeting, this is what we want to have happen today. So it is somewhat wait. reality, but not really full reality kind of thing. Thanks a but lot, dude. Day. Thanks a fucking lot. All right. Ruiner. <laughs> dude ruiner. <laughs> Uh, but that is mind vacation time that I have usually about 45 minutes uh, per day, if that to do, which is fine, which is completely fine. Um, Isn't that crazy, right, man? Isn't that crazy? I'm the same way where I'm like maybe between six and seven or something there, somewhere around there, five and six. I have maybe an hour. And then every all the rest of the day is pretty much accounted for. 
pretty and it's and it's not just accounted for in not work oh man not all just, work oh grow the grow the lights come on at 7 p.m so there's right away a hit that's Yo. you know I'm, so. That was the one that took the, the last bit of my free time is either I like I do like to work out now and I like have to go into the grow and not have to. But I have to choose between one of those things. You just made reminded me you said you, you, you're working out now and my back was hurt. Uh, it only lasted luckily a week. I thought I had a full herniated disc. It was a pinched nerve. I think a bulging disc a little bit, maybe but was able to get back into things. And but that time I was out, I was uh, four or five days at least without a workout. And I was like, man, I almost caught up on all my damn emails because it does. I mean, the time in the, the time in the day, it's being very undude. If you're going uh, to do something outside, like I go biking, that's a anywhere from a two to three hour endeavor. If you're com including commute time to get there, getting ready, sure. gearing up, washing your bike when you're done or a regular workout, it's a whole day, day and a half of your week. Uh, but uh, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I, I would just, I just woke to it. <laughs> I'm just starting to try to use the word more. Probably not right. No, no. You're better off with logistics, bro. All right. What do you got with antibiotics here? You were reading more just, of this book. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but you said. Just you had a deep thought. I just figured I was like, ah, man, I like to bullshit with, with dude about this. I, and have guru's perspective as well. Yeah, you said if, I got, if you got a cut 100 years ago, <laughs> you could die. You did die. Do you ever hear like, uh, <laughs> they did like more people. More people it. died of, uh, of dysentery or, or whatever it's called, like basically like stomach flu than died in battle in, in the Civil War. It was like you would get more people died definitely of non-battle wounds. They were saying syphilis and gonorrhea got, got a lot of them, too. But you would get something, you know, whether it was that or you just cut your hand. Uh, cut your hand and put it in dirty water and then boom, you get infected and then boom, you die. Where do you find clean water in, you know, the 1800s, man? You, you boil it or it's beer and it has alcohol <laughs> in it. That's like one of like humans evolved with fermentation and sure. alcohols because it was a clean drinking source. And like way back in the day, they didn't have as much alcohol and stuff. It was literally, they would just ferment stuff to be able to preserve it for longer because it would have the alcohol in there. It's just, I was just sitting there thinking about it from 19, what, 1920 to 2020. I think yeah. the population, I Googled it, was a little bit under 2 billion people in 1920. By 2020, you know, this year, last year, it's seven and a half billion people. And I'm like, how the fuck? You know, you wonder how it grew that much. But if you think about everybody that freaking, how many times you needed antibiotics? A fucking a dozen times at least. I mean, it grows Could, that because you're saying... Go ahead. Uh, could you imagine? It? You've had antibiotics before, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I forgot. Oh, uh, oh man, it'll come to me. I forgot for what. It's been a while, but yeah, I've had them before. Yeah, and because I think strep throat maybe strep throat was something I'd get when I was a kid, or you know, okay. so they'd give me give, give you antibiotics. People will die of that. People, because it would just, they could, it would be a really bad infection, a strep, where they were talking about staph. I used to wrestle and the mats, you would get staph infection from the mats and you would have to take like tetracycline or something to fix it. Uh, that would kill people back in the day. Uh, a lot of people. And I was just thinking, I was thinking about how the fuck we've grown so much. And I was like, I bet it is just a hundred years of antibiotics. I mean, we've grown so much because we've gotten better at 
I mean, we've, there's all kinds of reasons. We've nerfed up a lot more. We've definitely nerfed up the world too much, in my opinion. Right. Uh, science and technology is getting better at helping people not die in the whole COVID situation and people getting vaccines and, and, and all this. I debate in my head, which is probably not nice, at what point, depending on what's happening, isn't nature kind of supposed to, we're part of nature, so nature comes in at different times. You see it on nature shows, whether it's viruses that take out. This sure. has happened to the human population before. So bigger. We've, we've taken a lot of natural selection out of the human population. Like uh, it, it doesn't happen uh, to that scale anymore uh, or how it used to um, before like we had antibiotics or uh, medical care has gotten yeah. really good. I'll give you an example of it. how, how uh, they say only the strong survive, right? Isn't that kind of a saying? Uh, yeah. No, no, but isn't that like a Darwinism basically? Is, the, is a, the strong evolution is the strongest survive, and that's how you get the strongest species? Is or, yeah, enough? the strongest survive, and they pass their genes down. Right. Right. But that's in, in a natural environment makes sense, not in an yeah. environment where you can, yeah, be completely where, nerfed up. And, where there's a Walmart that you can go to. If you're, yeah. hungry, if you're hungry, you don't have to go out and get the food. You can just go to Walmart. And think get about what's the super uh, Stephen Hawking, right? Mm-hmm. They kept him alive for a long fucking time, man, because he was so brilliant. You know? I mean, they really wanted to figure out what went on with Event Horizons for black holes. <laughs> but my point is, he was, you know, he was not the strongest. Yeah, no, I got you. And, and that is something that I believe um, only plays a role. It's more in nature or like when the power goes out, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a long was, time. Just a trip. I was actually reading, you know how they romanticize when the guy Fleming, Alexander Fleming, invented penicillin, that they needed it for something. They sent people out. There's a story. They sent people out to find mold and they found it on this cantaloupe and that was blah, blah. The from what I'm to understand, from what my friend Dave Montgomery tells me, uh, he just forgot to clean up before he went on vacation. And when he came back, his Petri dishes were loaded with fucking mold. And a couple of them didn't have mold spots on there. Well, yeah, there's a, um, I forgot, man, this is on some podcast where, um, oh, I forgot where they're doing it, but they're mixing up. And they used to do this way back in the day, like a mix of some type of not like a stew you eat to cook, but all this rest shit and it goes rancid for this long. And then there's this recipe to it. It sounds right. like witchcraft shit, but it killed the uh, super virus shit that was in hospitals, like having some old funky shit. And I'm sorry, I was so vague with that. I don't have more information right now, but um, yeah, it was something like, as you mentioned, it was letting it sit out. It created a mold. And kind um, of along the same idea as penicillin. For MRSA, was MRSA one of those? Sorry. MRSA, MRSA is, is, is a, the one yeah, that is they a resistant kill, um, one. Um, for uh, like thousands of years throughout human history, uh, battlefield medics have put uh, moldy bread onto soldiers' wounds. Um, and the, the idea behind that was they were kind of a – it wasn't like a targeted and specifically grown penicillin. Right. But the general idea of like they knew that that mold did something and like fought off infection, uh, they would do that and like pack wounds with sugar which has like a, an effect with osmotic pressure and kind of can help uh, heal wounds too. It's kind of crazy that like man. they didn't understand the science behind what they're doing, but for thousands of years, people have been putting moldy bread on battlefield wow. wounds. So interesting. Yeah, it is a trip, man. And what's really fucked up is that the best thing that they can figure out to do with antibiotics now 
is completely ruin their effectiveness by just giving them to every animal out there. They're, they're like, I, I think it was like 7% it ups their body weight. So they're like, hey, man, by giving them this fucking, you know, important medicine, we can get them to get fatter and sell them for a little bit more money. And they're like, sure, let's give these antibiotics to every animal. It's wow. it's freaky, man. That that's and by the way, those things transfer over to you when you eat them, and then suddenly that's what you're talking about. That MRSA superbug, you know, yeah. Suddenly, oh, it's weird. The antibiotics won't work. Been I mean, eating a little bit of dose of them for the last uh, thirty years, but they don't work anymore. And this is why soil and the microbes that are in soil right. are so cool. Every antibiotic that we have or class of antibiotic we, we have has yep. been uh, created from uh, endogenous soil microorganisms that are yep. just everywhere. They didn't find a new one for like 20 years. And uh, I know in the UK, they were doing a new study and they just gave out uh, microbial collection boxes for people to bury in their backyards and stuff yep. and ended up finding multiple new antibiotics of new classes that we didn't know existed in people's gardens in London. Um, so like the diversity that's in soil, it's it's just hard to visualize and see it. But if we can just test it more and find more species of soil microbes, yeah. there's lots of different problems that that like reservoir of genetic diversity can uh, can help us solve. And they uh, were able to that. test. Um, this is a science. Some science geek is on a TV show, and I don't mean geek in a bad way. He's got he's he's got pretty poofy hair. I don't know if you ever seen this guy. He's pretty popular. Was it Bill Nye. Uh, I don't think it's Bill Nye, but regardless, they were testing water in rivers, uh, city rivers, and able to find like, okay, level the amount of antibiotics. This is from people flushing, you know, and you know it's going out through your urine or whatever. Right, right. And also able to find different levels in different towns at different times of something like ecstasy. And, and they like, yeah. like, like, oh, we, we should go, you know, when uh, when Woodstock is over. No at fucking the, you know, way, like, man. No fucking way. I'm calling that, bullshit on that. Man. I'll, I'll, I'll make a note to find more info. It, it was very interesting. Um, Are we, we sure Steve didn't dose the whole city? You're talking Bill <laughs> Nye, the science guy, right? No, no, not Bill Nye. Not Bill Wait, Nye. Was I'll, it the the farm? Oh, was it Anderson's Pharmacopoeia? The like show on HBO? Oh, Hamilton's Hamilton's pharmacopoeia. Yeah, I think he said it was Bill Nye. I'll figure it out for you guys. I like to just reference things I don't remember, so, <laughs> so nobody can call me out on it. But, you know. We call it. We told you, man. Not not a ton of. Uh, it was save it for the show, right? Save it for the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take it to the pros list here before the news. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros, guys. I'm gonna peruse over here in the list. Yes, I'm taking language class. I'm just kidding. Nice, nice. <laughs> you guys want to see where all the coupon codes listed, which most of which are very easy. Dude, whether you're wanting to pick up some recharge, some nutrients, some radical bags. We've got a couple seeds of sour seeds here now. Um, some great CBD, Hanover, Hanover Hemp Rockin', uh, Sacred Three Mushrooms, all kinds of great pros. Vetted products by the DGC, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Scotty said it first. I don't know when. Vote with your dollars. All right. Vote with your dollars. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I do want to shout out to Radical Bags. Talked to Shane over there. Kind of psyched to get me some Radical Bags. And he says that there are new owners. So I want to congratulate Kim and Lindsay. That's pretty cool. And by nice. the way, I, I didn't assume any gender when I called. You know, it could have been Kim Camper and Lindsay Buckingham for all we know, you know. You're very woke like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think that worked right there. I think that worked. <laughs> you did it right, man. You did it right. 
All right, here we got news. News. <laughs> First one here is uh, Michigan, out of Michigan. And this is titled, which isn't a good title, uh, Michigan Pot Outfits. Indiana use keep growing is rise in traffic issues, all high drivers. So, hey, that person should be fired, man. Whoever is, I know it's horrible. Tribute. It's so easy to get called into the office and hang on. It's from Jeff Parrott. That sounds like a made up name. A computer. This is an AI story. <laughs> All right. So in January 2020, as southwest Michigan towns were about to see their first recreational marijuana shops open, St. Joseph County Prosecutor Ken Cotter, he's out of Indiana, south of the Indiana line, was meeting with police officers at their ship change roll call. So imagine this. In Indiana... County prosecutor, he's bumping right up to Southern Michigan during the shift change roll calls of the police officers. He says Cotter told the officers in South Bend, Mishawaka, and the county to in, and the county to watch for Hoosiers, Indianans, driving to the new shops, getting high, and driving back home. Uh, so, I mean, now he's I'm careful that with state line shit, man. Like. How the fuck are hand? you going to ignore the fucking picture on there, man? It says DDS foreskin test cartridge. You gotta <laughs> no, be forensic. Kidding me, man. <laughs> that, that you said foreskin? That says foreskin, no? No, it's forensic. I <laughs> The fucking Fair. fold is fucked up, man. Fair enough. That, come on. Look at that. F O R E S K and then a for All right, there's an N in there, but that's a saliva one. We have covered one that was going to test tears, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like we got it figured out, guys. Man, get a fucking stick a needle in my eye. All right, just don't be. All right, so the prosecutor in Indiana says we wanted to let them know that this is something we take very seriously, and I believe they do too. So please be on the lookout. But the end of that year, his office would file 103 cases of operating a motor vehicle while impaired by a Schedule One or Two controlled substance, which was a 45 percent increase from the such cases in 2019 so that's just kind of a service announcement like be wary they're out to get you at times um regardless if you are going to dispensary and you're especially if you're crossing over state lines don't toke put it in the trunk wait no you might be being watched they used to do these roadside things which is hilarious um down in missouri my uh, girlfriend at the time wife now went to southwest uh, springfield missouri's oh okay. what's that no, I thought you were saying South by Southwest. Some college, right? So um, there's an interstate there, and I was at this certain point, like a 20-mile range. They'd put up a sign, a big sign, that said drug like checkpoint ahead. Very blatant. And then whoever pulled off at the next fucking exit was searched. Like, it was that simple. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you did not pull off. And yeah. uh, I don't know exactly how they pulled that off either. They probably have to see. They probably used a we, – we, we smelled cannabis. We could We smelled it. Come on, the odor of raw cannabis. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite. But when they're talking about these numbers, it's important to know anywhere as far as, look, uh, it's legalized here. And look at all the cases. Look at all the, the accidents that's gone up because of dr or cannabis consumption and driving. And out of the article here, it says the two-year trend could result from more officers being trained as drug recognition experts or officers can have been more attuned to drug impaired driving because of last year. Of course they are. The prosecutor came up from Indiana and said, hey, guys, let me get you more attuned to what's going on. Right. It's a great so revenue stream. 
Well, and a lot of reasons why numbers uh, can surge up. And it's just like we all, as I say, remember, which sucks in different places. They're evaluating how we're going to implement this in Michigan. Watch out. It says the Michigan legislature will next decide whether to implement roadside oral fluid testing statewide or also it's considering a bill to establish THC blood level limits. So this shit is still in the works. And you're right, Scotty, it's a money making machine and you can get too high to drive. I've been too high to drive. Don't get me wrong, but it sucks that the next day I'm not. And that these tests are going to say I am. So at least it's an oral fluid test, you know? Uh, Yeah. It's not a foreskin. (laughs) Jesus. Fucking stories fucked up on many levels, man. All right. Um, One more, one more uh, point from the article here. Uh, They're saying they're trying to tote the Michigan Sheriff's Association fear mongering in the months leading to the 2018, November 2018 election, um, when I think cannabis was a cannabis legalization was on the board, Michigan coalition of law enforcement groups, including the Michigan Sheriff's Association and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police warned that recreational marijuana legalization would lead to more crime, such as burglaries and thefts. They pointed to the potential threat of marijuana users seeking money to buy weed, as in common with harder drug users such as heroin and cocaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You know, they can just figure Jeez. out, you know, they can push something one way or the other, depending on who's paying it. Who's Do you see this guy below? Do you have an, a, a bearded guy running? And I have a devil child that says they're in coolers and in furniture. (laughs) It's pretty weird, man. (laughs) I'll take it to the next news article. Be careful out there, guys. There are a lot of, I mean, depending on what makes me really paranoid, sometimes anybody can get in a severe accident, whether there's injuries, hopefully never death, but there's certain levels that they can just say automatically, like we should just do a test. And then if you're at no fault, let's say, not high at all, completely okay, but then you have nanograms in there, like you could be facing fucking straight up prison time. So, yeah. But let me ask you a question. I had a friend call me up that doesn't smoke weed, never smoked weed in his life. And of course, he's got a 20 something year old daughter that went to college. She came back with COVID and all that stuff. You know, you have to stay home. And he's found like, eight vape paces every time he takes a vape pen away another one shows up you know he had no idea she smoked (laughs) weed beforehand and uh, he's being cool about it you know it's whatever it's a place where they can be cool about it um but uh, he was asking me about driving he's like you know uh, i think she's you know smoking and driving and i was i didn't know how to he's like is that really dangerous and i kind of i said for you if you had never smoked weed in your life and you got high yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do it. Even me a yeah. couple of days ago when I reset my tolerance would not have wanted to have been driving then. But if you smoke a lot and you have a, a tolerance to it, I don't think driving's a big deal. Uh, it was hard to explain that, though. Yeah, no, I hear that. It's uh, very important to explain with newer users, especially the youth. Um, you're going to be stereotyped way more. Try to explain that to my son, even though he's not driving yet. Like, man, you're kidding, kidding the car getting pulled over up here. You got to have stickers on your car too, either an N or an L. One means new driver. Another means a learning driver. Not exactly positive of the difference, but uh, it's interesting, huh? It is interesting. man. It's like, why do you want everybody else around you to know? Like they're going to like stereotype them then. Anyway. It's like um, America, but it's a little different. What's that? Canada is like America, but just a little different with a bunch of stuff. And you can drive at the same age. You just have a sticker on there. 
Yeah, just a little bit different on the logistics as far as um, other things go. I'm just no comment. I'm learning. I've been learning a lot lately with all the different things going on with Canadian government and and hot topics up here that I'm not even going to discuss because there's been some hot topics in the news. Right? Do you say logistics just because you know how much I love it? Yes, a lot Thank of logistics you. happening. Another news story. <laughs> middle. Okay, I picked this news story. Yes, specifically because of the picture of this guy here. He is the Middletown and Crawford um, mayor, I believe. <laughs> Could you <laughs> Look at this imagine guy. if he That's just Joe went Stefano. Back. Stefano. He looks like a Joe Stefano too, doesn't he? Okay, yeah. Could you imagine if he just goes back to his big chair and lights up a giant blunt? He's like, they'll never know. All right, so Joel Stefano says the Middletown and Crawford could be among the first Hudson Valley. Yeah. Just look at the two people behind him. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you couldn't pick. It's like they took their smiles and turned them upside down. <laughs> all, all right. Uh, Middletown and Crawford could be among, among the first Hudson Valley municipalities to ban marijuana stores and smoking lounges under an opt-out provision in this year's state law legalization recreational marijuana in New York. Um, God, yeah, that's that getting picture. three thumbs down, six thumbs down over there, man. Um, he says, so Middletown Mayor Joe DiStefano, who proposed the ban on the city's common council, or yeah, ban the city's common council is taking it up. He said that he was more concerned about consumption sites than dispensaries and felt they would detract from the family oriented atmosphere he wanted for his city. Which just sounds so vague. And no, it's just ridiculous. That's what he wanted, a family-oriented atmosphere. That's his version of it. Of course, his version is the version that we should all live by because we all should are, are like him. We are. We're just like him, man. A little out of touch here. It says they're also considering a separate proposal to forbid smoking marijuana within a hundred feet of city parks or other properties. Uh, De Stefano said that if the pro- that of the proposal, the fact is we just don't want someone sitting 15 feet from a skate park and smoking pot. Look, buddy, that shit's already all going on and has been. Like, yeah, right. I and I'm not against. Man, I'm not really against what, people smoking weed in the park or the of, skate park. What percentage of new male smokers when they're teenagers do you think started at a skate park? I <laughs> I'm going to take a contrary point of view on. All right, a hundred feet is not that fucking far. And dude, I seen young kids at the skate park. I mean, I seen good skaters that are six and eight years old that go there with their dad who's a good skater. It would suck if there was just clouds of smoke all over the place and his dad had to introduce them that young. I mean, it might be because then he's gonna be smoking by the time he's eleven. <laughs> it you know, it, it it depends. I get it. I think more. Sometimes I think this shit isn't needed, which just because common sense. But I guess there's a lot of sayings about common sense. You know, obviously, you shouldn't be Tolkien sitting right at the skate sure. park on the edge of the, the, the railing or whatever. I was trying to sound hip, sound hip the rail in the <laughs> pool, bro. Well, uh, you go to a bike park all the time. You take your kid to the bike park, right? I mean, if, if, different if, he were to, if but if you were to see the guy, I, mean, I don't know, when he's 10 or 9 or 10 years old, passing a joint. And, uh, you know, you can smell it. And he's, you know, he's nine or 10 years old and he's seeing the cool guy at the bike park smoking weed. Um, yeah, I understand we don't want to hide it or anything, but it's going to be hard to keep him off smoking weed by the time, like I said, by the time he's 11 or 12 years old. And that can no be way. a pain 11 in the ass. Or- 
I mean, it's all if in the you're, parenting. If you're, at that if you're point. between six and nine, 10, 11, you're going to the skate park and you're seeing, or this bike park, and you're seeing people smoke weed all the time, you realize your parents smoke weed. I don't, dude, when you're 11 or, I, when I was 11, I was, uh, or 10. I was in the woods. We we're stealing uh, our our dad's cigars, or my buddy would steal his dad's cigars. We'd be lighting them fuckers up in the woods, you know. And we knew about Scott Totzer's uh, uh, weed farm, man, for real. Right on, right on. I just, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I feel you. Um, other times, if you're outside, depending, like when we get off the ski lift at different places here in BC, there literally can be, which surprised me, kind of a few dudes there standing, just straight up token. Even down at the base a couple times. It sure. depends on where you're going. Outside. This is a smaller outside. I mean, yeah, I got my 10-year-old with me. I could give a shit. True. I, I don't think true. my 10-year-old daughter is gonna look at that and be like, oh, some people will, I guess. It depends. But I having it less hidden and less like I learned it from watching you, Dad. That right. shit like Agreed. is gonna be better. Agreed. Don't be a hypocrite. But I just think if you surround your kid with people smoking all over the skate park, uh, you just got a good chance of starting to smoke weed when he's really young. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. All right. Too many all rights today. I got to back it up. Shoot a little, one of those little collars. I'll bet you uh, I know they have different weight collars to train dogs, whether it's yeah. a vibration or the very low shock where you could put load the collar with vocabulary. Have you ever shocked yourself with those dog collars, man? I have. I've shocked myself with a taser, but only in the big toe. I did the five. It went up to 15, and I did the five. And it wasn't, I was like, Bleh! I mean, I would not. I guess dogs have fur and shit, but yeah, I would not. Oh, yeah, you, you got to do it through your hair, your head. Shock your brain straight up to the brain. Excellent. Maybe it might fix some shit. I'll give it a whirl. We got memes here. Memes, Come fresh on. memes. I have not seen any of these. We got Plant Lover here by Matt's. <laughs> Matt, Matt Chu, man. Matt Chu. You could say that two different ways. I was about to say the other way. Matt Chu. All right. Um, it is pretty funny. It just says, what kind of person are you? And uh, plant person, look what it's got on there. It's got, <laughs> that is, he's, it's got somebody driving down the road with a solo cup and, man, a little five-day-old seedling in there. <laughs> and then you got a person on the other side with three fake, uh, I don't know, fake flower plants. And I look like it came right out of Chinatown. Pretty funny. Don't just, make me talk about the fake plants. I'm a fake plant hater. Secretly. Fake plastic trees, brother. Unless you can have fake plants made out of hemp. Oh, hey, what do you go. think about the uh, the just the cell phone towers that they just poorly disguise as trees? I mean, I guess it's better than a big cell phone tower, but it's like an insult to trees, no? <laughs> it definitely is. Some are done better than others, for sure. Some are horrible, and it's like I think that they just did the minimum requirements, like written within the contract, when they could have done a way better job. But I feel you. Uh, next meme here. What do you got? <laughs> Guru, what do you got here, brother? You like to party, man? You want to get down tonight with a little Panama Red 84? <laughs> It is a bag of it is a bag of recharge and uh, and a key and a little bump of recharge on the key. It's, <laughs> it says when it's Friday night, the plants want to party, man. Key bumps of recharge oh. for everybody. 
huh. being, I guess that's why somebody that's never used Coke, I didn't get, I thought the key was burnt. I'm like, why is the key burnt? I see. Recharge on the key. Um, I'm from South Florida, man. I'm by no means <laughs> a Coke guy, but I still, still know what that is. <laughs> Dude, living in South Florida for only almost three years, I think, was just enough to make me realize why I would never want to try pills recreationally again. I don't even know what I tried, but it's like, dude, the next day, that later that night, never again, always resulted in puking and never fun. No clarity, nothing good. And yeah, yeah. just the yeah. Coke when we're in South Florida, I just say to my 16 year old daughter, that guy's on Coke and he's just acting like an asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, he would have passed out two hours ago if he wasn't on Coke. And so it's no. just, just by just by talking about it, I think she's probably going to avoid it. That's a good way to do it. See, that's a good way to do it. I don't like it when people are uh, like they want to teach their kids about drugs and why it's bad. And then you drive down Skid Row. You know, there's a place here in Vancouver called Hastings Street where there's a lot of gnarly looking shit out your car window. Right. Actually, you saw it when we came up when we, we visited did. up here in 04. But like to go through there. Say so this is what happens to you when you do drugs. It's just way too simple. But I like your your point of pointing out the uh, person that's acting a fool on cocaine. Yeah, yeah. All right, next meme. What do you find here? Amazon seeds. This is just kind of funny. I lost my seeds. I meant to show my Monsanto seeds. They're somewhere around here. But is Amazon? It says Amazon cannabis seeds, and he says he got this. This is showing some seeds that he bought on Amazon. He, she, okay. or they, or Z, but on Amazon, and, and those aren't cannabis seeds. They got ripped <laughs> off. But Amazon, we, we work on Amazon. They're pretty strict about your listings. I would doubt, Guru, that they would let you list cannabis seeds on They're not letting list anyone list actual cannabis seeds. I tell you what, though, this <laughs> is kind of a scary view of the future. If they did... Uh, Man, I don't. Then they would control the cannabis seed market. Then I mean, they would if they were making their own seeds. They would control the cannabis seed market. There would still be readers selling seed stock to Amazon or shipping it Prime or doing yeah, something. Yeah, I guess you're right. It does. It does scare me. Amazon just swallows up industries. Yeah, Have you ever tried the Prime strain? It's done in fucking twelve days. <laughs> Ordered seeds uh, last night and got them this morning. Man, Amazon's amazing. Drone dropped them off. Just GMO'd it with uh, Kudzu's growth rate. <laughs> I wish I could find these seeds, man. They were so for social media, crazy. we're gonna watch how to catch a boar, huh? Come on, man. Warehouse <laughs> Kyle gave me this one, and I was like, what the? Fuck? I'm gonna mute right. this one because it's oh, it's yeah, but it's all this is all man right here. Actually, I think they're like 12-year-olds, aren't they? <laughs> Dude, come on. Shout out. Warehouse Kyle, you're awesome. <laughs> Dude, they're catching a, a wild boar with Whoa. Like a beach towel. And then Oh, my God. Telling, holy shit. Was that six or seven people? This, this is yeah, un- three guys and like eight dogs. And a few kids were involved. That is... So- you know what that why that happens and how that happens see pretty when you're hungry everything like it changes no absolutely man that wild boar do like 
untold uh, farm damage every year. Like just in Texas, oh, it's like yeah, yeah. it's three billion dollars worth of damage every year in Texas. They actually have places you can go and like fly around in a helicopter, and they'll just like herd all the boar for you to shoot from the helicopter. See, I would, I would. It's so, by the way, Guru's so obsessed with that, you freak, man. So right? Texas, we're not for one doing thing. it. Right? No, it is. The that's most not a tex- work. That's not a work event, dude. I don't know. Is it a democracy? <laughs> We're not voting. I'll lose. Fuck that, man. Um, I'm too soft for that shit. But I guarantee you they're going to eat this boar. Well, they're going to eat it, and that boar would have killed them and eat them if they didn't do that. I tell you so, what, like, I they, they that. will gore the shit out of people. They're scary. The smart rednecks, they'll see a fucking big-ass snake. They don't give a shit about it. Uh, they'll see a gator. They don't give a shit about it. Uh, they see a couple boars or a pack of boars. They're fucking... They're getting their AR-15. They pretty much will shoot them because they're dangerous as fuck. They'll kill dogs. They'll charge you. Yeah, it's crazy. Well... You had a good laugh today. Dudegirls.com forward slash support. Much love. Thank you, DGC, DGC producers. Uh, let's start some shout outs here. You down? Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. Come on. Steve Olmatic and Treetop. How you doing? <laughs> Evan Love and Roughneck 1620. THC Bass and Oklahoma. Nice. I like it. I like it. Jake and Bake. That's another good one. Uh, Lazy Boy Buds. I'm so baked potato in <laughs> downtown Antonio Brown. All right. Love it. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you. Hey, take a reason, baby. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed it's just me I like to smoke it out in Look at me, smoking weed, I ain't done nothing